It's a deadly time to have a deadly yarn on Deadly Choices. With Jiralia Yee, Ranger Stacy, and your Deadly Choices ambassador. We love this time on a Tuesday. We get to speak to one of our... <coughs> Sorry. Oh, good. <laughs> if you can get it out, jeez. <laughs> I've got a tickle in my throat. One of our Deadly Choices ambassadors. And it's Steve Renouf. How are you? <laughs> Pearl. Hey, good. Hey, how are you? Oh, I think I'm dying here. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. That was a, sorry. That wasn't a great introduction to you. <laughs> but uh-uh. I know you. I know you're not precious. Um, <laughs> no. Now, um, Steve. Oh, I don't know what that was. Gerald oh, loves it when I have a hiccup. All right. Now, Steve. Um, the DC Touch <laughs> Carnival was on the weekend. How did that go? How was it? Out there at Whites Hill. Yeah, it was good. I was out there briefly, and uh, look, it, it's always a a good weekend and you know we get we get people and teams come from all over the place and you know just to see uh the, the kids playing and and then obviously you got your your mixed teams and i i, I think that weekend is is great you know we we do our murray carnival but that touch weekend um does bring a lot of people together as a lot of our events do it's um sorry I'm still I'm still almost almost losing it over Steve coughing up and falling over and yeah whatnot. Um, not only that, Pearl. It was um, World Diabetes Day last week, and um, you know there's um you know a lot in this uh, in this realm. You know a lot about obviously this day. Yeah, look, you know the, uh, World Diabetes Day um, last week on the fourteenth. It's um, you know, I've had type 1 diabetes for 30 years and, and my five children have type 1 diabetes, but um, a greater community, our, our community, um, you know, um, have diabetes and it, it's something that, um, yes, uh, I think is a priority for uh, especially what we do in, in this space mm-hmm. um, with deadly choices and, and also Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander health and you know, and so there's a lot of uh, messaging going out there, and uh, you know, we like to spread the word. Or man, you know, you can live with diabetes and um, live a successful life, and you know, so that's what we try to get through, um, and, and and a healthy life um, with diabetes. Just as you've done, Steve. Like, yeah, obviously, you said you've, you know, and while you were, so while you were playing footy, you had to manage that, didn't you? Yeah, I got diagnosed. Um, of early 1993 so mm-hmm. uh we you know just after we won our first grand final and um you know eight of us who went in the world cup team we won that and we won the world cup challenge and then in 90 and the end of 92 and then i came back and i lost eight kilos in in the all season wow. drill and you must you you must know what this is like because i thought oh how good is this i'm losing weight in an all season instead of putting it on <laughs> yeah Instead of putting it on, yeah. but uh, I remember going back to training. Yeah, and I was—I had no energy, and I was—I was—I was so skinny. And um, yeah, then I got—I diagnosed with type one diabetes. But but as I say to a lot of people, um, I got given the ultimatum: you look after it, and you'll have a good career. And if not, um, the other option is not great. So, well, what's yeah. your advice for mob and just for the, for generally people out there in terms of you know um, getting what what is it a blood test or what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Ask your doctor. There's symptoms. Um, so, so there's um, you know you you're thirsty all the time. There could be loss of weight. I mean, some, let's see. Type two is, it can be different. Um, but when you got high blood um, sugar levels, um, you, you go to the toilet a lot, and you've got a thirst that you can't quench. Yeah. And um, and you're just not feeling great, and, and unfortunately, a lot of people stay in that condition for a long time, and 
um, so they get used to that feeling. But uh, it's just a simple test. Uh, you can go and get a uh, to your local AMS and ask for a, for a diabetes test, and they can do that on the spot, one on the spot. But you obviously got to get a blood test to get it checked properly. Yeah. And um, it's well worth doing because, uh, you know, and, and there's another message I say, say to our mob because I hear it all the time, you know, it's you know, it's not a fate to complete that um, once you've got diabetes, that's the end of everything because, you know, it, you know, you might have an uncle with it or you might have a, a mother with it and, and, you know, things didn't turn out for them, but that, that doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. Um, you know, it can be looked after. Yep. Great yeah. words, great words, and great advice uh, for that. Twenty twenty four is not far, and just around the corner too. Pearl, uh, the twenty four draw uh, came out as well for obviously next year round one in Vegas, uh, Las Vegas for the Broncos. How did you how did you see the draw? What did you what did you like about it? What did you I mean, they always put up you know yeah. how hard they are the draws in here. And there. I think in this day and age, it doesn't matter. People people go no, oh, draws harder than the other, but it's it's the NRL. I agree with you, Jarrell. I, you know, I see a lot on, on social media and, and in the media about the draw, and it's become a big thing, isn't it? Um, it's like that, um, you know, it's just keeping the, the league uh, info going. But uh, so for me, and as an ex-player, I mean, it, I don't think the players in the day really care. It's because um, it, it, it's another game of footy. They go through it. I mean, all they all they'd be worried about now is getting back into preseason. That's all I used well, to worry about. Well, they'd be worried about, about preseason. And that's what they would be worried about because that's what we all <laughs> worried about. Yeah. Time the, uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I don't think they really care until you know that, that and they'd be told that and they learn that that you know why worry about that when you you got this you got this ahead of you we've got this training to do we'll worry about that when the time comes and we take it game by game. So I don't I don't play too much into the uh, the season launches. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be fine. I've got to say, Steve, you're always the voice of reason. Yeah. yeah. You always make sense. <laughs> Very wise. Someone's got to make yeah. sense of this show. You're, hey, you're over there coughing and, you know. Have you, got a, um, have you got a deadly choice for our terrific Tuesday today? Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, my, my same. I mean, I've been I'm trying to get back into a bit of exercise. So it's just about keeping moving, Trace. I think, um, you know, if, you know, the weather's not great at the moment, but... Um, you know, just do something. Yeah, um, move your body, and, and obviously do do the yeah with your body. Move the body, I think, and that, that's what I always say to people. So that's my thing. Yeah, Christmas is around the corner. Make sure you're eating in you know in in small doses, not going yeah, going still all enjoying out all the time. Yourself, but, yeah. Um, yeah. but make sure you exercise well, Pearl. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show, uh, and we will talk to you very very shortly, brother. I never really feel like deadly choices. A deadly choice is a healthy choice. Talking all health matters that matter to our mob. Welcome to Deadly Choices Radio, back with you every Tuesday here on Murray Radio. I'm Brooke Carson, my mob of the Cobble Cobble people, and as always, I'm here with you today to host Deadly Choices Radio. But before we yarn about the health matters that matter to our mob, and today we have a lot to talk about, I'd like to acknowledge the country I'm broadcasting from today and the country you're listening from. I'd like to acknowledge our elders, past and present, and our emerging community leaders. So let's get straight into this week's episode. Last week um, on Tuesday was World Diabetes Day, so today we're going to put the spotlight on diabetes. This year's theme was Access to Care. World Diabetes Day provides an opportunity to raise awareness of diabetes as a global public health issue and what needs to be done, collectively and individually, for better prevention, diagnosis and management of the condition. Here are just some important facts on diabetes awareness taken from the World Health Organization. 
Type 1 diabetes is not preventable. Type 2 diabetes is often preventable through a healthy diet, regular physical activity, maintaining a normal body weight and avoiding tobacco use. Diabetes is a major cause of blindness, kidney failure, heart attack, stroke and lower limb amputation. Diabetes can be treated and its complications avoided or delayed with regular screening and treatment. People with diabetes should seek regular screening for complications to aid in early detection. This includes screening for kidney disease, regular eye exams and foot assessment. Quitting smoking reduces the risk of developing type 2, di- type 2 diabetes sorry, by 30-40%. to 40%, And diabetes is associated with about twice the risk of tuberculosis disease and a high risk of multi-drug resistant TB. People with TB and diabetes are twice as likely to die during TB treatment and have twice the risk of TB relapse after treatment completion. Quitting smoking reduces the risk of developing type 2 diabetes by 30 to 40 percent and only about 50 percent of people with type 2 diabetes get the insulin they need often because their country's health systems cannot afford it. So it's so important we collectively get the help we need. This could be talking to someone through your local clinic today. Find out more on diabetes through the IUE website and social media pages. Also, on this week of Deadly Choices Radio, I have a very special guest calling in to yarn around the Movember campaign. But first, every Movember, the Institute for Urban Indigenous Health comes together to shine a light on men's health, particularly our fellas' mental health. This year, IUE's theme is Yarn With Your Brothers. Our mental health and well-being and how deadly we feel can be made stronger by connecting with your brothers and having a yarn. Across the month, IUE is yarning with Deadly Choices and community ambassadors including Steve Renoff, Pedro Semenesiva, Brenton Bowen, Jacko and Louie from Betty Ray's, Uncle Billy Gorham, Uncle Crow and Uncle Gordy Langton about how they stay connected with their brothers. And a reminder, you mob, our Tennis Australia campaign is underway. Um, this is an opportunity for you mob to go on the draw to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience at the Australian Open in Melbourne 2024. You'll get a money can't buy experience and all you have to do is get your health check at your chosen clinic to be in the draw. So check out our socials for more info. UMOB, as you may know, COVID has not gone away. It's still infecting and causing serious illness to our community. It's so important we are continuing to take the steps to ensure we are keeping ourselves and our mobs safe during this wave. Make sure you are getting tested if you're feeling unwell and stay home if you're sick to help stop the spread. You can always call MobLink at 1-800-254-354 or talk to your local AMS if you show any symptoms or have any concerns. Thanks for listening to the health matters that matter to our mob. Find out more on Deadly Choices events at our Deadly Choices Facebook and Instagram at Deadly Choices. You can find all the information about anything I talked about today at our Deadly Choices website or the RUIH website as well or the socials. Plus, don't forget you can book in with one of our Deadly GPs um, to yarn about your health and any concerns you may have. And again, sing out to MobLink if you or your mob need any help or if you're feeling unwell. That's MobLink at 1-800-254-354. Tune in next week to listen to Deadly Choices Radio exclusively here on Murray Radio. Deadly Choices. A deadly choice is a healthy choice. Catching up on all Deadly Choices events in your area. So today I have the very special guest, Uncle Gordy Langdon, one of our regional community engagement officers at IUI. Uncle Gordy, welcome to Deadly Choices Radio. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, um, your role, who's your mob and where you're from? Yeah, well, well, before we start, I'd like to acknowledge the many Gordy nations on the land that we live and work in southeast Queensland. 
and in particular the Turrbal and Yagara peoples, and pay respect to Elders past, president and moving. So my name's Gordon Langton. I'm a Kala Gungri, Gungaroo and Kwandamooka man, born and bred up in Sherbag on Waka Waka country. Um, but I've been living in Brisbane for about 15 years and working at the Institute for Human Indigenous Health for 11 years. My role at the Institute is Regional Community Engagement Team Lead and also Regional Community Liaison Officers Coordinator. Awesome. So, yeah, the thing that I love about my role more than anything is engaging and talking to our mob from all the different member services and their service area. So maintaining that connection with community is key when you're talking about community engagement or working in a community uh, engagement type role. Yeah, and thank you for that acknowledgement too. And also, you know, what you work in community, how long have you worked in community for? Has it just been with your time with IUI? Um, and, you know, you touched on it there, but what do you love so much about being in community? Oh, look, I love working for an organisation that um, has a vision, you know, um, that reflects what our community needs are. So, you know, IUI's vision is healthy, strong and vibrant Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children, families and community. You know, everything starts with community when you work in a community controlled organisation. So, you know, that's one of my passions is working with mob, um, trying to make a difference in the life of our mob and especially our, our elders and our, our children. Yeah, definitely. It's so important. And it's so great to have you on the show today to yarn about Movember which is um, another great campaign that IUE um, does annually. What does Movember mean to you? So for me, Movember just gives us another opportunity to highlight, um, you know, or shine a light on men's health, you know, especially with a focus on mental health and how we can better manage this condition. You know, so, you know, being part of that campaign, you know, Movember, um, what it means for our UE and our member service is that, you know, our theme is yarn with your brothers, you know, and that's so important, you know, is that we talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, you know, we all think we six foot tall, bulletproof, mm-hmm. and we can deal with things ourselves, but you know, in reality, that's the wrong thing to do, so we need to have a yarn with our brothers. If not our brothers, you know, someone at our local AMSs, um, you know, so that we can talk about what our mental health needs are. Yeah, definitely. And I love this year's theme, Yarn With Your Brothers. Um, and there's a great campaign going on with yourself and some of our other ambassadors too, having a bit of a conversation and just breaking down the barrier as well for just yarning, like you said, talking to an AMS um, and just having those connections too. But what motivates you to be a part of this campaign? Look, I think... What motivates me the most is just that stigma around mental mental health, you know, with our men. You know, like like I said, you know, we sort of tend to bottle things up and and um, keep things to ourselves, you know. So, you know, it's, it's important that people like myself, who's sort of well known in the community, that has a lot of lot of contacts in the community, that we help promote this concern you know mental health is is i don't think there's anybody in our community that hasn't been affected by mental health you know so it's important we as an organization especially in the health healthcare setting that you know we make our mob aware you know that this 
this illness exists, you know, but there are options for us to seek help. Yeah, and I think that's just so important. And I think for everyone too, being a part of this campaign, that's such a huge motivating factor um, is just to break that stigma, especially for our young men too, who tend to bottle things up or don't realise the options out there for them as well. But I guess that also answers my next question. Why is this campaign important for our mob, especially men? Yeah, for those reasons in particular, Brooke, you know, like we need to break that barrier down where, where you know, our Indigenous and Perfect Island men and, and youth, you know, we haven't got that health literacy where we um, can deliver to them promotional-wise, you know, raise that awareness and concerns around men's mental health and especially the options around receiving um, help in that space, you know. So, yeah, very important message for our, our men out in the community. Yeah, and through the campaign, have you found yourself finding new ways to help yourself or, you know, what do you tell when you have these connections with uh, men as well, other men, and having these one-on-ones? What do you say to them, um, you know, in terms of their options and accessibility? Yeah, I think there's no two conversations that, that are the same. Yeah. You know, you really have to take the time and find the time to sit down and talk through the conversation with your fellow, you know, brothers, you know, family members, whoever might be needing to have that conversation with you. Um, you know, and I guess I'm lucky because, you know, I work in community-controlled healthcare and I've worked in it for about 28 years, so... I know what the options are out there for for our men. I know what the barriers are. So, you know, so I can put it in realistic terms on on what they should, you know, and how they should approach, you know, seeking help from our our member services. And even if it's just starting with a conversation at home with someone that they they can trust and relate to. Yeah, and that's so important. And working in community, what are the barriers you tend to see most? I think it's just around the mentality around mental health, you know, being a man, you know, like, you know, that tradition where we're the warriors, we're the providers, you know, we need to take care of our families, you know, that's sort of heightened within our, you know, our family setting, but hey, who's there for us when we need that kind of help, you know? Yeah. We don't want to talk to family in a lot of cases, you know, so we need to, um, we need to find someone to talk to and, you know, you're your local AMS is, is the ideal place for you to approach to seek that assistance, you know? And then if need be, include your family and your friends in that conversation as well. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, is there one particular thing that you've learned through this campaign or that you've picked up that you are most passionate about or is it just mental health in general that you are just wanting to bring awareness to? Yeah, look, for me personally... Um, it's just men's health in general, um, you know, but I guess I'm lucky, you know, in the sense that, you know, it's November, you know, the Institute for Urban Indigenous Health always promotes Movember. Yeah. You know, so it's an ongoing promotion for us um, to raise that awareness of mental health issues around the community within Southeast Queensland and afar. Um, you know, so, you know, that's a, a key message that we need to get out into that community. Yeah, for sure. And I guess on a personal level too, how do you keep on top of your own physical and mental health? 
Well, I'm going to luck, you know, I guess I'm lucky because I work in the sector. You know, um, I get that variety of um, speaking to different community members all the time, you know, different staff members, you know, so there's always someone for me to talk to if I need to, you know, it's not all business, you know. Um, we do take that, have that little bit of downtime where we can talk about anything concerning us mentally and, you know, and be able to, um, you know, clear our head in that space, you know. So IU is fantastic for that, you know. We've got a lot of men out there in, in our in our sector, you know, and it's easy for us to connect and have a yarn, you know. And I guess I'm in another, I'm very lucky in a sense because, you know, there's people that I grew up with that I know from, you know, from growing up in Sherbrooke that, you know, I can communicate with sometimes on a daily basis if I need to. Yeah, then that's so important as well, just those community connections. And I think, like you said, working in a place or a space like IUI and community, even in Deadly Choices, I think our mob just really recognise the importance of just having a yarn and you know, not taking everything seriously and just checking in on one another as well. But um, what advice do you have for men in our community? So I came up with my own little slogan um, around men's mental health. So for me, the message for the brothers out there would be, it's not weak to speak, you know, so don't don't feel that, you know, you're any less of a person or or a male. you know, and be scared to talk to somebody about what's going on in your, in that space, you know. Um, that stigma will always be there where we think, you know, we can deal with everything ourselves, but, you know, if you need to, you know, find that person that you can talk to. You know, it might not be a brother, it might not be a family member, it could be someone at your local medical center, someone that you played sport with, you know, there's always someone willing to sit down and have a yarn with you. So, you know, don't feel weak to speak about anything, you know, if it's going to help you, you know, with your mental health. Yeah, that's great advice too. And um, it's just so so important to start the conversation um, and open up those doors as well. Um, But finally... Yeah, you know... Yeah? Yeah, you know, and it's um, sometimes, you know, like... It may not be the person that's got that issue that, you know, can pick up on, you know, a vibe from, you know, your friends where, hey, look, this guy's, you know, he's not himself today, you know, he's unusually quiet or he's a little bit fidgety, you know, so, you know, so I might have to initiate a conversation here um, just to make sure everything's okay. So it's a two-way street, you know, it's, it's being a friend, um, you know, building that relationship, building that rapport with, with you know, um, someone that might, you know, need you to lead the conversation to help you deal with your own mental health concerns. Yeah, and that's right. I think that's such an important point to make as well is that looking out for the signs in the people around you. Um, if someone's not looking like themselves or acting like themselves, just checking in and asking, you know, or, you know, just organising something, having a conversation and opening up that door for someone to talk because not everyone is always going to start the conversation. Yeah, that's right. And lastly, what's your deadly choice? So my deadly choice is I try to to eat healthy 
and get as much rest as I can. Yeah, nice. I like that one. Good, good deadly choice there. Well, um, thank you Sorry. so much for yeah. joining me today on Deadly Choices Radio to yarn about Movember. Um, and I look forward to having you on next time. Yeah, thank you. Look, look, um, it's always a pleasure to um, talk anything men's health, um, especially in this important um, month of November where we um, promote Movember. Um, you know, it's, it's a vital message for our men out there to, you know, speak to somebody if need be and, and you know, get the required um, help that you might need. You know, there's always someone around that you can talk to. Um, it's just finding that courage to... Um, to talk about your concerns, you know, and um, try and get it sorted as quick as you can. Yeah, that's right. And you've come on here and spread a really important message. So thank you so much for your time. And um, Mob can check you out on the IUE or Deadly Choices Instagram and Facebook pages too. Yeah, yeah, Mob, check out our socials. We've got um, a number of IUE ambassadors on board. So Steve Renoff, Petra Sivasiva, Brenton Bowen, former Cowboys and Titans player who um, designed the Movember shirts. So Brenton's a Google Unity man from up in North Queensland. So I think we all can agree that the the, um, Movember shirts are well worth the effort and there will be a prize position um, for Mob this year. So you can get the limited edition parlor shirt by um, simply growing a mow setting a physical challenge or donating $50 to the cause. Um, There'll be a link on our Deadly Choices or our Institute for Indigenous Health um, socials where you can sign up for this promotion. Awesome. Thank you so much, Uncle Gordy. So you mob, as Uncle Gordy said, you can sign up or donate to Movember today on their website or head to the social medias of IUI or Deadly Choices to find out more and pick up one of those really deadly Movember polo shirts. I've got one and I have been wearing it in all November. Um, they're again designed by our Deadly Choices ambassador, Brenton Bowen, and it is such a great cause to get behind. Deadly Choices. A deadly choice is a healthy choice.